What is the best thing that you have purchased since you retired? I mean, was it the trip you went on? Was it a vehicle? Was it a new car? What was it that you purchased that brought you a really sense of joy and satisfaction? Hi, my name is Emily. I'm the president of Gen Next Wealth, a fee-only retirement planning firm helping retirees enjoy their retirement. So a lot of times when I'm talking to my clients, they ask about things that they can purchase or they have this idea of something that they want to purchase uh, during retirement to bring more fulfillment to their retirement. Now, I am a big proponent of believing that experiences are what you want to spend your money on. And what do I mean by experiences? So if you go and purchase a ticket to go to some show, let's just say it's a Broadway show, the experience that you have there is going to be the thing that makes it fun, makes it enjoyable. I think about times that we have taken trips, uh, this is my, my wife and I, when we have taken trips or when we have paid for an experience, there's something happens that's magical there, right? You remember this. It brings a smile to your face. It makes the trip, like, especially if you purchase the trip before, right? Say you buy a trip and it's going to be in some future determined date. Like, let's say you're buying a trip now and you're going to take the trip in six months. Everything that leads up to that experience of actually taking the trip gets you excited. And I think that when you think about purchases, right? Because sometimes you can have some purchases that bring remorse. Most of the time, the purchases that you make that bring remorse probably have nothing to do with an experience. And it probably has something to do with something you thought was going to bring you joy by buying. it. A lot of times people will have uh, things that they think about in terms of purchasing. Um, a lot of times people think about purchasing a home. Now, when we talk about purchasing a home while you're retired, there's some things that you want to think about as you're uh, looking to purchase this home. So uh, one of the things is, is how many people are going to be living in the house with you? If you're finding yourself and you're going to retire and you thought about building this grandiose, huge um, home for retirement, right? This has been your dream home. You're going to build this 4,000 square foot home on five acres of land. And now Everybody from your family is going to come visit you there. This is supposed to be the place where memories are created and something comes up, right? Something happens and the house is now built and now you have this 4,000 square foot home. I'm just using these numbers arbitrarily, but a 4,000 square foot home and it's only you and your spouse that are living in this house. And there's so much house and so much stuff to take care of that the purchase actually becomes something that you regret. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't buy a house. I'm not saying that people won't come. What I'm saying is it's something that you need to think about in the purchase of your home. What I have seen people do that are retired when it comes to purchasing a home is I've seen them purchase smaller homes. Now, why would you want to purchase a smaller home? Possibly because the family size is going to shrink. It's only going to be you and a spouse now. Maybe you don't want to do all the yard work of a five acre property. So now you're thinking about downsizing into something smaller so that you can travel more. The next purchase that I hear a lot of people talk about is maybe, uh, or next purchase that I hear people talk about is purchasing an RV. Now, I think purchasing an RV can be fun. I think it can be one of two, right? If this is the first time that you're going to purchase an RV and you're doing this while you're retired, I think that it's very important that you understand the difference between the price of something and the cost of something. If you purchase this RV, how much is it going to cost, right? What's the price of it? And and they can range in anywhere from, you know, from $50,000 to $100,000 to two hundred just depending on how 
uh, you know, how big of an RV you want and what amenities you want in that RV. But when you're going through these decisions about whether or not you should purchase something like an RV, the first question I ask you is, have you purchased one in the past? And, and so why do I ask that? Because if you have had an RV in the past, then you are very familiar with the cost of having the RV. How much fuel is going to cost if you're traveling? How much is going to cost you for, um, how much is going to cost you to do uh, maintenance on the vehicle? How much is going to cost you for storage of the vehicle? Those are some things that you want to think about before you make this purchase, right? Now, if this is something that you've done and this is something that you like to do, then I think that it makes sense that you run that through this test, right? Am I going to have the, is the cost going to be uh, applicable to me? Like, is the cost going to be okay? And after you run through that, if it makes sense to make the purchase and you have some trips planned, I think that making the purchase of the RV doesn't always have to be a negative thing. I think that sometimes we find ourselves in the midst of a purchase, right, for something that we want to do. Now, if you're thinking about this RV and this RV is going to give you some more experiences, which we talked about as those things uh, are, are things that people like to purchase, experiences. If you can purchase an RV, which is going to be tied to some experiences that you and your family can have, I think it makes sense to really consider this. Now, one of the things that I would always say is, and this is for someone that's already owned an RV, right? If you're in a place and you haven't owned an RV and you're not familiar with the costs that are going to be associated with that, or when you are traveling, how easy it is or not easy to find a place that you're going to be able to hook your RV up to some place, you know, hook your RV up, then these are the kind of things that you want to make sure that you research in depth before you go out and make this purchase. Because the last thing that you want to do is have some unforeseen costs that didn't uh, that didn't come up to you because you just focused on the price. And so one of the things that I've seen with these RVs is the family trip, right? So on the family trip, this is someone that's going to go cross country in the RV. Um, and, but the other thing that I'll say with the cross country is you don't always have to go cross country with the RV. You can make some local trips. And if you're making local trips around in your RV, it does present some opportunities to have experiential things created. One of the things that we have uh, close to our area is a lake. So we live too, not only live too far from a, a, a nice lake here, and they have a lot of people that travel in their RVs. And this is something I think, which would be a good test run for you. If you're thinking about purchasing an RV and you haven't purchased one, find out one of the trips that you want to take, right? Where you want to go. And if it makes sense to rent an RV for this particular trip, then do that. I would say rent the RV that you're thinking about purchasing, and then you can have the experience and the uh the 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 trial run if you will to see if this is something that you want to keep now we've talked about the purchase of the new home we've talked about the purchase of the new car the new rv and the third purchase that i think a lot of people um have to do in retirement is purchasing a new vehicle now when it comes to vehicles I, i'm gonna i'm gonna give you my own um bias on vehicles i love cars okay i love vehicles i love um to be able to drive a nice vehicle. And there's nothing wrong with driving a nice vehicle. Now, what nice is is relative to whoever is looking at the vehicle. But I like to have a dependable vehicle. And I think that if you have disciplined yourself to save money enough 
to be able to purchase the vehicle that you want, then I think you should go out and get the vehicle that you want. Being aware of the two things, the two components that always come into play is the price of the vehicle versus the cost of the vehicle. Now, if you're going out and you're buying a luxury vehicle, then you're going to have to pay luxury prices, right? You're going to have higher fuel prices. You're probably going to have higher maintenance charges. You're probably going to have a little higher, um, uh, you know, just, just everything's going to like everything that goes along with the car is going to cost a little more. That's okay. We just want to make sure that we account for those increased costs. So when you're thinking about this, and if you've made it to this point in the video, do us a favor, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button so that when we drop new content like this, you'll be the first to know. So, um, what I was saying is, when it's time to make that purchase, you want to go through those things and make sure that you're weighing the cost of the vehicle or the cost of the purchase to the price of the purchase. Typically, the price is going to be a set thing, right? If you buy a car and it costs $50,000, you know that cost. The thing that's unforeseen is how much the fuel is going to cost, how much the insurance may cost, how much the other things that are going to go along with the vehicle may cost. So when you're thinking about those purchases, I'm not saying that you shouldn't make them. I think that People should buy experiences. And the last thing or the fourth thing that I see people talk about as a big expense or not necessarily expense, a purchase that they like is the purchase of travel. Now, we talked about this with uh, having like a delayed gratification, almost like buying the trip and then paying for it up in advance and then preparing for the trip later. Let me tell you about a trip that uh, my wife and I went on and I talked about this a little bit in the beginning, but I want to talk a little bit more. So we had a, a big trip planned to Europe and we took this trip to Europe. Um, we stayed there for 16 days. Now, this was a huge trip. I wouldn't I wouldn't stay in Europe again for 16 days. That was just a lot. But I think that planning this trip. Right. We went and did some very, very. Uh, incredible things. We were able to go to Stonehenge. We were able to go, well, actually Stonehenge is in the UK. So we went to the UK and we went to Europe. So we went to Stonehenge. We were able to go to Venice. Um, we were able to go to Rome. We went to Paris. We went to go see the Louvre. We did a lot of different things when we went to travel. And the gratification, this to this day, has been one of our most talked about trips, our most um, beloved experiences being abroad. Some of these things that happened from this uh, were, were absolutely incredible. We were able to see Notre Dame before it, before it actually caught fire. So that was awesome. And I think that when you're thinking about making a purchase or when you're thinking about buying an experience, there's something that happens when you know that you're going to go somewhere that you've never been. The food was incredible. Like there was so many different facets of this trip that really uh, inspired us to want to travel more and do other things like this. So I think if you're if you're if you are retired now and you're thinking about places that you want to go, I think you know thinking about how long you want to be on these trips. Sixteen days for us was a little long. Now we're probably looking at seven day trips, probably max, maybe eight if we want to get a full seven days wherever we're going to travel to. But I think that it makes sense for you as you're looking to purchase travel to kind of start slow, like take a four day trip, take a five day trip, then get to seven and see if you can, how long you can extend your stay. So those are kind of some tips that we have for when you're making a big purchase. The first purchase we talked about house, second purchase was a car, third purchase was an RV, fourth purchase was travel. And I think that when you're looking through the lens of 
experiencing life, making the purchases can help you experience the life that you have been waiting to experience in your retired time. Thank you for listening to the Hello Retirement Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and connect. And until next time, take care and never be scared to say hello to retirement.